the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Wisdom Wednesday. Are you ready to talk to me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Washington, D.C., Maryland, and uh, Northern Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania, uh, and West Virginia as well. Hello to everybody. So glad we get to hang out today for the next hour, the first hour of Rush Hour, right here on WAVA 105.1 FM. And by the way, you can also watch me on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. I sure hope you'll tune in for those of you who want to see me waving at you. And also great conversation with the people there. So y'all enjoy one another. Say good afternoon to one another online, and uh, let's keep the conversation going. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, that's today, Theological Thursdays, that's tomorrow, and then Open Phone-In Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. There's no topic except you, all right? It's all about you on Fridays. On Saturday, we have a special uh, weekend edition for you from 3 to 3.30, so make sure you check that out. And if you're not tired of me then, by then, you can always join us for church on Sunday. I'm the founding pastor of Bridgeway Community Church. Check us out at bridgeway.cc. Now, today we're going to talk about the wisdom of giving and receiving feedback. That's right, feedback. Is it harder for you to give feedback to other people? or to receive feedback from other people? Or is this something that's easy for you, something that you long for, something that you want? Other people, uh, feedback is very difficult for them to receive. But can you give uh, critical, uh, constructive feedback that would help people do better, be better, work better? Let me know what you think about this, especially for those of you who have a job. Uh, You know, when you try, try to do it as a spouse, you know, that can be difficult. You try to do it as a family member, that can be difficult. But think about it on your job. Think about it uh, in your church. Maybe you work in your church. You're a volunteer uh, or uh, you're in a ministry. Maybe you are a a volunteer for a nonprofit somewhere. Do you actually want feedback? You want to know how you're doing, good, bad, or ugly. And is feedback actually something that helps people get better? Well, you know, uh, most uh, research says that, yeah, it, uh, feedback is actually really good uh, for us so that we can do better and be better. However, it's 
really tough. So how do you how do you get the correct feedback? And I am going to pray, but let me just ask one other question. Have you ever been in a situation where you wanted to give feedback, but you knew that they didn't want it, right? Or they didn't have a process or a system by which you could give feedback? That, my friends, is something I think is so very important. When we get to the other side of my prayer, I'm going to tell you uh, about a restaurant that I don't go to anymore, uh, and I really don't have a way to let them know why, but I still try to let them know why. I'll tell you about it in just a second, okay? Hey, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you today uh, for our conversation yet again after 12 years of conversations with my listeners. Would you just continue to bless us as we talk about feedback? And Lord, most of all, thank you for the feedback you give us to let us know uh, how much we need you and what uh, we uh, can do better because of your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, here's how you get a hold of me if you're thinking, I want to call in and talk to Dr. Anderson. This is a call-in talk show. My lines are now open. Here it is, 888-432-7434. Did you get it? 888-432-7434. Give me a call. Let me know what you think about feedback. And here's my question on the table. Is it harder uh, for you to give it or to receive it? Or is it actually something that's easy for you? All right, triple eight, four, three, bridge. By the way, uh, people do say that it's, you know, I, I want feedback. Uh, give me feedback. And then you give it to them. They're all crushed, hurt, defensive. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I'm not going to be giving them feedback anymore, right? And so uh, one person wrote in and said, I prefer clear and raw feedback. I do not want it sugar-coated. It helps me understand how I can get better. Well, what about you? Give me a call. Let me know what you think. 888 bridge that is uh, my phone number live in studio all right so can i tell you about this restaurant all right i'm gonna tell you um it's called codoba it's mexican food like and it's my favorite like if you had baja fresh codoba and chipotle i'm choosing codoba as my number one why because they had something called uh, a, ca a cauliflower mash bowl. So instead of the rice, you could have cauliflower and still throw all the fixings on top of it. And because I was trying to trim some pounds, I was stopping eating all too much rice and, and carby stuff. So that was perfect, right? It was flavorful. It was yummy. All right. Let me tell you how good they are. I went into one location. Well, I go to one location. It's good all the time. But I went into another one, and it wasn't good. Like, the people didn't greet me. Uh, they acted like I was bothering them. They were behind the counter having their own conversation one with another. No one else was really in the restaurant. I was the only person there. And they, they were like, uh, oh, yeah, can we, you know, let's stop talking now because this guy's here. You know, and so then I get my food, and then they barely take my money, and then they just continue talking. And that really bugged me. So guess what? When they sent me a feedback form, I'm glad they did, I gave it bad marks, and I wrote in the box. Why? Well, they were very great. They wrote me back and said, hey, listen, we're so sorry that happened. And here is, here is a free coupon for the next time you go. So that's a good system of getting feedback. Now, do I still go? Of course I do. Until recently. Guess what? They discontinued the cauliflower mash bowl or whatever they call it. And that was one of the main reasons I was going, because they actually had, like, this 
flavorful bowl, burrito bowl type thing with cauliflower. I don't know why they discontinued it, but they did. And as a result, guess what? I'm not really going anymore, but I don't know how to tell anybody. I don't, like, yo, can I get the cauliflower mash back? You know, <laughs> I mean, it's not like the McDonald's McRib that comes and goes and, you know, okay, it, it went, but it's coming back again. I mean, you know, I don't want to compare, you know, McDonald's to Cordova, but you get my point. The whole idea is that feedback lets you know why people come to your church, why they stop coming to your church, why people work for you, and then why they left and went and worked for another company. Uh, you know, when you provide an opportunity in a culture where people can give one another feedback, it actually helps you get better. Do you agree or disagree? Give me a call. My number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. I'm running to my break. Give me a call now during the break. And as soon as I get back, you'll be up on my screen. And I want to know, do you actually like feedback? Easy, hard, something important, or not so much? Let me know. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Design build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Best Buy. If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figures Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We're talking about uh, the wisdom of giving and receiving feedback. Have you thought about uh, getting a master's or a doctorate degree virtually in an in a institution that's a safe place to think? Well, if you're thinking about that, go to OGS.com. It stands for Omega Graduate School. I am the chancellor there, and you can get a great accredited master's or a doctorate, a Ph.D., uh, a, a master's in family and counseling. It's just really, really cool. And most of all, you can get a Gracism Studies certificate, which uh, is amazing in and of itself. So you can become a Gracist academically doing research. All right, check them out, OGS.com, and you can always tell them that you know the chancellor. Here's their number if you just want to talk to someone. It's 800 273 did you get that? 800-273-8255. Now, I am about to go to the phone lines to talk to you about feedback. I want to know what you think. Do you, give me some feedback. <laughs> what do you think about uh, this topic, and how do you do with feedback? Do you want it to be direct, or are you one of those people, I can give it, but I can't take it? I want to know. Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's kick it off in Landover, Maryland, with Theophilus, who's on the line. Hello, Theophilus. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Uh, good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So glad you're calling. What are you thinking today, my friend? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, there's a verse that says um, the, the, the uh, wounds of a friend mm. are better than the kisses of an enemy. Yeah. Um, so, so sometimes uh, feedback is, is offensive, but uh, the, the book says a friend loves at all times. If a person truly loves you, they're going to tell you the truth no matter what. Man, they're that's not good. going to try to manipulate or deceive you. That's so uh, good. Uh, by patting you on the back or whatnot like that you, when, you, when you're headed into the water destruction yeah. or something like that. Man, that is so good, Mr. Theophilus. Yeah, the wounds of a friend can be trusted. Absolutely right. And, and you know, uh, uh, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, says Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, And uh, Proverbs seventeen seventeen a says a friend loves at all times. So way to kick the show off yes, with the sir. word of God. I think that's really wise, isn't it? Uh, yes, sir. God bless you. Bless you back now. That's Theophilus from Landover, Maryland. Uh, let's stay in Prince George's County and going over to Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and talk to Monique, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Monique. How are you today? Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. How you doing? I'm great. Great. Thanks for asking. 
Um, honestly, I was kind of going to get a little bit off topic because okay. I was having a discussion with my husband, and I know that this is Wisdom Wednesday. Okay. And he was asking me, um, where in the Bible does it speak about the devil being a fallen angel? And I was wondering if you could help me on that. Wow. So you just go on to Theological Thursday right away, aren't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Good night. My goodness. Well, I have to uh, search search my brain. I believe uh, it's Ezekiel 28. But let me just see it because I, be, I could be wrong and, and I, I don't have my phone to hit my uh, concordance real quick. But I think, let's see if my memory serves me correct. This would be good if it is, but I could be wrong. Yeah, here we go. Go ahead, Dr. Anderson. <laughs> I'm so happy. It's been so long <laughs> since I looked, looked at this text. But uh, Ezekiel 28, verse 14, okay. and uh, you can read that whole that whole passage. But let me read it to you real quickly. It says, "You were anointed." It's talking about um, it's talking about Satan. All right, uh, in the context of the king of Tyre, in the context of their day. But this is what it says. You were anointed as a guardian cherub, which is an angel. For so mm -hmm. I ordained you. You were on the holy mount of God. You walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created, which tells us that God created the angels, till wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and, and sin. He's talking now about the nation of Tyre. So then he goes on to say about the enemy. So I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God, and I expelled mm. you, O guardian cherub, which again means angel, from among mm -hmm. the fiery stones. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth. I made a spectacle mm -hmm. of you before kings. So anyway, that's wow. that's like one of the key ones. Now there is a couple other other passages, but that one came to mind right away. So tell your husband that. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that because I just I, you know, he's like the type of person that just like I know everything, and you know, and so I just had to, you know, kind of give him some a little bit of wisdom of my own and, and through you. So I really appreciate you, and I love you, and I think you are amazing and. I definitely would love to visit your church one Sunday, so Aww. I'm so grateful for you. See, that's the kind of feedback I like. <laughs> Encouragement. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, you are amazing. Thank, Thank you. So you. Much. And I follow you on Facebook, so when you Yay. see Monica Zaya, that's me. Okay, I'm going to be looking now that you told me. So. And, Pastor, and, and, and Reverend Anderson, Pastor Anderson, this is Priscilla Francis. I visited your church when you were in the college. When you were in the college, now who is this? Family is came. this somebody different? This is Priscilla Francis. This is my, aunt, my aunt Pat. She's right here. Oh my gosh! Okay, we got a party line. From the Andersons, actually, the Andersons were, were part of your church as well. Marilyn Anderson, they moved okay. to um, to move down south. But anyway, we're gonna visit your church. I'm with Crossover Church. TV. But okay, anyway, that's awesome. I love you and I thank you so much. Well, and shout out to your to church and for your pastor. And thank you. Thank both God of y'all for listening you. today, okay?
Yeah, yeah and we're going to get back in on your message and having other people to call in with questions and whatnot. Thank there you. you. Go. God bless you. God bless you back. Thank you. All right, my crew down there in uh, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, got a party going on. Yay. Hey, well, listen, I can give you a little bit of uh, wisdom from Forbes.com that talks about giving feedback. Now, biblically speaking, Theophilus already hit, already hit the nail on the head. A wounds of a friend can be trusted. Thank you, Theophilus. Um, also, the scripture tells us we are to encourage one another, which these ladies just did, didn't they? Thank you, Miss Francis and Miss Monique. Uh, it, but feedback is telling you how you're doing. You know, so she asked for a verse. I gave her a verse. It happened to be the right one, thank God. And the feedback was, thank you, uh, and then said, this is going to help her. So that makes me feel good because I know it actually helped. Now, sometimes something doesn't help. And someone says, you know, thank you for trying, but that didn't hit the nail on the head. That's actually good, too, because it helps you to realize either I got the question wrong or I just didn't have the right answer and I need to do better. You see, so feedback can be very, uh, very helpful. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. My lines are open. We're talking today, if you just tuned in, about giving and receiving feedback. Now, how if somebody asks you how you did with something, maybe how you preached or how you prayed or how you uh, made a meal or something like that, when you ask them, hey, how do you, how do you like it? How if they say, uh, it was okay, it wasn't great, I've had I've had better uh, food. It, it kind of hurts, right? So what do you do when you get feedback that's not encouraging, but you ask, do you really want the truth or not? So what I would do, if somebody asked you, let's say they cooked you a meal, and they asked you, so how did you like it? Let me tell you what I think could be helpful. What you could say is, um, listen, I first of all, thank you for making this amazing meal. Can I, can I give you my, um, I mean, do you want me to be honest? That way they can opt in or out. They can opt in and say, uh, yeah, yeah, be honest. Or uh, be gentle or I'm good, right? But ask them for permission to be critical is what you're doing. Let them buy into it. Then they say, no, seriously, be honest. Say, you know what, I, I like it. I'm just not a fan of onions. Oh, okay. So guess what? The next time they cook for you, they're not going to put onions in it. But if you don't tell them, then the next time they say, hey, you want to come over for dinner? You're going to be like um, making up excuses, right? <laughs> Do you understand why feedback is important? Uh, I want to hear from you. Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go on down to Waldorf, Maryland and talk to Yogi, who's on the line. Hi, Yogi. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling. What are you thinking? What I'm thinking is it is good to let people know the truth. But what I'm finding, Christians don't want truth. <laughs> they, they, they don't want um, They want you to lie to them. They love painful lies. They like hearing lies. And then when you tell them the truth, they stop talking to you. But, again, if I had a basket in their face and told them to give and I'll lie to them, they'll put all their money in the basket. But when you tell them the truth, then it gets to, oh, that's how you really felt? So you should have told me that the whole time. So it's not even yeah. about that. I welcome truth, and I also give it. And I have a standard. If you don't want the truth, then don't ask me. If you ask me a question, I'm going to say to you, do you want truth? Right. This is not about our friendship. 
It's not about how we feel about each other. If you ask me my opinion, and one thing I do want to say is that we need to be careful because we're stepping into the place of judgment. Even when we go on Yelp and we put our opinions out, some things you should just pray about. If you don't mm-hmm. like somebody's food, don't go on Yelp and spread, especially right. when it's your own people. Let me tell you what I realized. I can go look at a Yelp right. uh, uh, platform. I can go look at a Yelp platform. Right. There's no Chinese people talking about their own people. But uh-huh. you'll see all black names, Shaniqua, but and then we sitting right up in church on Sunday talking about some I love you, you love me, give Aww. me a hug. No. Did you did you no. do you have a restaurant and somebody said bad things about you? Well, I do have a restaurant and uh-huh. I don't know what they okay, say. See, I do. I but co- I do but I do I wanna got say you. this. We need to stop doing that. But most of my stuff is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let let me let me be the judge of that. Let me come eat some of your good food, okay? I want some of that good food. Hey, listen, Miss Yogi, thank you for your kindness. We'll talk to you later, okay? All right, baby. Bye bye. God bless you. How about that? So she said, Don't be putting stuff on Yelp. See, it was a little personal uh, feeling. You felt some kind of way about that, Miss Yogi. You didn't tell me the name of your restaurant. You don't want me to come eat that food. I bet you it is good, though. And I would tell you. Let me tell you one of the ways you know your food is good. Because Dr. Anderson is asking for seconds. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hey, it's Norm with A Action Home Services here. Did you know a single running toilet can quietly waste over 1,000 gallons of water in a single day? For only $99, our experienced and professional plumbers can perform a whole house plumbing system inspection to confirm that your home's water shutoff valves, toilets, faucets, and other fixtures are all leak-free and operational. So give us a call today at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. And you too can say, problem solved. My name is Dr. Boutros. My name is Dr. McWilliams. My name is Dr. Kimberly Middleton. When it comes to correcting progressive vein disease, experience counts. For over 35 years, Vein Clinics of America has been the leader in the minimally invasive treatment of varicose and spider veins. Contrary to popular belief, vein disease isn't just cosmetic. It can be a painful, serious medical condition. The sooner it's treated, the more we can reduce the chances of future symptoms. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have have performed over 1.5 million successful procedures. They're the experts in the treatment of progressive vein disease. All of our procedures are done right here in the office using the most advanced proven technology available. Often, patients don't realize how much better their legs feel until we correct the problem. See the difference experience makes. See if you qualify for a free consultation. Medicare and most insurance is accepted. Call 800-538-6200. 800-538-6200. That's 800-538-6200. Alexa can play WAVA-FM and hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. Listen to Turning Point with David Jeremiah, weeknights at 9 on Talk Radio for the Whole Family, WAVA. Listen to The Alternative with Tony Evans every weekday morning at 1030 on 105.1 FM WAVA. And I'm Adam. 
we started Legacy Box so that family memories would be safe and could always be enjoyed together. And this year, we're offering you early access to our incredible Black Friday sale so you can finally digitize your home movies and photos. One million families and counting have trusted Legacy Box to convert their aging media because Legacy Box is safe, simple, and affordable. From fading over time to risks like fire and water damage, your videotapes, film reels, and photos aren't protected unless they're on a digital format. And with the holidays approaching, don't wait. Simply fill your Legacy Box and we'll take care of the rest. This is the first time we've offered Black Friday savings this early, and it's the most meaningful thing you can do this holiday season. It's time to relive your most important memories and take advantage of Legacy Box's best sale of the year. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get early access to our Black Friday sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for an irresistible deal. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Laser Landscaping wants to be there for you. They'll come around your house and clean up the leaves, cut the bushes, or do whatever it takes to make your house and your area look really good and clean. Check them out on Facebook. It's Laser Landscaping LLC. The word laser is with a Z, not with an S. Laser Landscaping LLC. Check them out. Make sure you tell them I sent you. Well, welcome back to the second half of the program. We're talking about feedback. It's Wisdom Wednesday. And the question is, is it harder for you to give or to receive feedback? Love to hear from you on this one. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. It's Wisdom Wednesday. And there is wisdom to giving and receiving feedback. And I'd love to hear from you on it. Um, Let me tell you the kind of feedback Jesus got when he healed 10 lepers. Nine of them gave him no feedback. One did. One came back and said, thank you. And so, you know, Part of feedback is gratitude, and uh, but it's also giving people constructive uh, replies that will help them get better, okay? I do this every Sunday when I preach. You know, I preach, uh, we have five services. I preach three times. A couple of them are um, sort of recorded. Uh, and right after the service, once I greet people and stuff, I go to my office and I sit with a small team of people and I say, okay, tell me what you think. And, of course, I want to hear that it was good, it was great and all that. But then I ask, tell me. Is there something that didn't come across clear or something that uh, I should just delete because it's distracting or uh, would there be a better example? And, and we, we do this every single every single week. And then I go into the next service preaching even better because I, I, I got the feedback necessary. Now, is it still a vulnerable place to be? Yes, it's vulnerable. You put your heart out there. You think you're preaching by the power and the spirit and the word of God, you know, and then you realize eh, this could have been better. And so it is a little shot to your ego, but when you realize that the people who are giving you the feedback is there to really help you do better, that really helps the situation because you know that they're not saying something to hurt you. They're saying something to help you and to help others, all right? So, I, you know, feedback is really important, isn't it? All right, I'm going to give you my number, then I'm going right back to the phone lines. The number is 888-432-7434. Okay, Washington, D.C., Troy is up. Hi, Troy. Welcome to the show. How are you today, sir? Hey, Dr. Anderson. Nice to talk to you again. Hey. God bless. Blessings to you. Glad you're here. What are you thinking? Uh, First of all, that last caller cracked me up because uh, I've worked as a five-star sous chef pretty much my whole life. 
So uh, yeah, you get feedback yeah, all the I time, right? Help but laugh. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know that. You know, I was thinking about it when she was talking. You know, life is life should be a fusion restaurant. You know, uh, mm. integrating all different types of uh, cultures and and making it beautiful. That's that's what fusion cuisine is. Right, right. But as far as feed, as far as feedback goes, I mean, how are you going to grow? You don't. You can get constructive criticism without being negative. Right. And. I think that's the key is that, you know, we, we get lost sometimes. Some people, and me included, you can think you're so right that you come off negative Yeah. when you're given the criticism. And that, you know, it gets lost in translation. Right. What you're trying to say. No, you're right. And uh, if, if we can keep track of the fact that we are all the same and that, we need to respect each other's feelings when we're giving each other feedback. Yeah. I think it's a great thing. It helps us grow. I mean, how are we going to, if people that, that are always told yes, and you're great, you're great. Yeah. I mean, that's the story of a lot of childhood actors that end up on the street or on drugs. That's the story of a lot of musicians, you know, their lives end up empty because they're given everything because they're making their bosses money. Right. And no one wants to, give them feedback that's you know constructive and one of the you know also i I think hey troy let me ask you this question what do you think about having siblings you know some people are um some people are single children like uh, what do you call them when you're the only child they're the only child and then some have siblings the only child syndrome yeah so what do you think about having siblings siblings don't you think that gives you like i mean it's critical it's bad but don't you think that kind of helps you as you get older knowing that you have somebody calling you stupid dumb your breath smells i mean that's really bad but when you're a kid yeah Yeah, i mean as a kid you know i i grew up in a house i mean i I had eight siblings at one time oh my god and uh i mean I, i i remember as a kid I mean, you got older brothers. When you're trying to get up the stairs and they want to get up faster than you, they're pinching your butt with a crab bench. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, I mean, you know, all types of things. You know, it it, it, it helps. I loved it. I, yeah. Nothing but good memories now. Right. Of course, when you, when back you're then, kid, back yeah, you're then, mad, you know, you're crying, you're telling your parents. Yeah, well, when your little sister says, yeah, your little sister says, it's my turn for the remote, and you say no, and then she hits you over her head with a bag of quarters and says, right. you can't hit me back, I'm a girl. Right, there you go, <laughs> there you go. You see, that's developing some kind of character in you. I don't know what it is, but anyway. Hey, Troy, thanks for kicking it with me today, okay? Hey, God bless you, man. Bless you back, my friend. I'm running to my break, then I'm coming right back to uh, Southern Maryland, Cambridge, Crofton. Can't wait to talk to you. I do have to take the break, but when I get back, I'm not only going to take your calls, but before the end of the show, I think I might give you a few tips that might be able to help you, especially if you want to do better at giving feedback as well as receiving it. So uh, stick with me through the end of the hour. We'll be right back.
Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers for this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum and Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301 301- 864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I'm right back to your phone lines. If you're just joining us, we're talking about uh, the wisdom of giving and receiving feedback. Let's go to Southern Maryland with Valencia, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Valencia. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi. I'm great, Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Glad you're hanging with me. What are you thinking? So um, people ask me for feedback and advice all the time, and I can be brutally honest, but I do take in consideration and give the positive before I give the negative. Smart. So recently, thanks to COVID, you know, you're able to um, participate in a lot of church services. Yeah. And so I um, watched this lady's church service recently, and she's a pastor, and she asked me, what did I think? Uh And immediately, I got terrified Uh because I was like, oh, God, this is not going to go great. Uh And it wasn't that it wasn't – it just was not a lot of meat. You know what I mean? Right. It was a lot of um, church sayings. And so then I at before I gave her the feedback, I said, do you want me to be honest? Because I know she's super sensitive. And she said, yes, please do. And then I said, um, okay. I asked her a couple of questions like, do you use notes? How do you come about, you know, like how much time and energy do you put into your sermon? And she answered those questions. And I said, okay, I think you could benefit from having notes because I got lost at times. I don't know where you were going. I didn't really learn ah. anything because I like to walk away learning something. I don't want to just hear God is good all the time. <laughs> right, and right, right. Like that. I really want to learn. Right. So she didn't take to it too kindly. She did or did not? She stopped posting. Her. She did not. Okay. okay. And she, she stopped. She got upset and she stopped posting her sermons. And then she made a comment a couple of weeks later saying, oh, the church was really good today, the spirit was high. And I was like, oh, great. I was like, I would love to um, watch your sermon. And she was like, no, thank you. Dang. I won't be sharing with you. Oh, man, I'm so sorry to happen. I guess you learned your lesson that she didn't really want you to be honest, huh? Right. She just wanted affirmation. But I, right. I thought it would benefit her to, like, just stretch herself. Because I've heard other sermons. She really was dynamic and gave more. Right. But this one, she just did not. And it seems to be her norm for her congregation. But she goes elsewhere. She really does teach and gives a lot. So I just think it's a slippery slope. 
Yeah. I don't know how I could have handled it differently. Well, you know what? Part of it's discernment, I guess. If she if she uh, really wanted feedback, uh, you know, I, I guess she, you, you did the best you could do at, when I think about what you're saying, Valencia, because you did ask her, do you want me to be honest? You know, uh, I'm trying to think how you could have done better, and I don't know how you could have done better on that one. Honestly, my sister, you know, because you did ask her. You did do the right thing. You said, do you want me to be honest? Um, you know, what? one of the things you could do, but, again, you got to know the person. You could you could have said, uh, and this is hindsight, right, but hindsight, maybe you could have said, you know, there are a few things that you said that I thought were very, uh, you know, very important or uh, came came across really well and and left it left it at that, but see you'd have to discern that what she really wanted was affirmation and not true feedback to get better, and I don't know how you discern that if you don't have a relationship with that person. Sure. You know, it's kind of like when you ask somebody how you're doing and they say, "Oh, I'm fine," and that's really all that they w- they were just doing the exchange of greetings. They weren't really asking, "How are you doing, really?" And and if you get that wrong, right. if I say to you, "Hey, uh, you know, Valencia, how you doing?" and you say, "Oh, Doc, I'm I'm doing great," then we can move on. But if you sense from me as a pastor and your friend, and I really am concerned, I'm saying, "Hey, Valencia, how are you doing, really?" Then you know that I really I really want to know how you're doing, as opposed to just using it as a greeting. So I'm not sure how you would tell right. with this woman. You know, w- does she really want affirmation or does she really want feedback to, to be better? So I just, I affirm you, you did, you did it all right. I'm just sorry it didn't turn out well. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Thanks so, for All right, my sister, take care. And by the way, friends, I guess sometimes feedback doesn't always end well. But I tell you what, even though she was offended, Valencia, one thing I can say to you, I know you're off the line now. But actually, you may have really served her well. Even though she may be mad at you and don't want you listening to her message anymore, I bet you that week she studied. I bet you that week she she thought about not just hooping and hollering, God is good all the time, God is good. Can somebody say amen, hallelujah. I mean, people can do that for 20 minutes and, and then you know, give an altar call, and then, and then the altar call is all about them too. You know, stand on your feet, stand on your feet. You need Jesus. And, and so before you know it, you had an hour of hoopla and, and, and five minutes of meat, right? But I'm not saying this is that lady. Glad I don't know who she is. But maybe, just maybe, because you were honest with her and no one else is, that's why it was so hard. But what you gave her was something very valuable that if she does take it to the Lord, maybe she'll actually crack the book and, and study those verses and say, how can I make sure I get across what this text is talking about instead of just entertaining folks who knows i don't know but i'm glad you i'm glad you shared i still have a little bit of time left if you want to get in my lines are open triple eight four three bridge speaking of bridge i'm going to cambridge maryland right now to talk to mia who's on the line hello miss mia it's dr anderson how are you hi dr anderson i am doing well how are you oh i'm alive and grateful thanks for uh, asking what are you thinking awesome what i'm thinking is i just want to first say that this is a great topic today. Um, I listen to your show a lot, so I've been inspired by it over the years. Yay, thank um, you. But today's topic, yes, just a little bit of encouragement. So I'll today's topic about 
um, being honest um, and giving encouragement. I'm the type of person where I love honesty. Uh-huh. Like, um, I think his name was um, Theophilus, the first Theophilus. gentleman that says that the wounds of a friend. Wounds of a yeah, friend, that's right. The wounds of a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses in the book of Proverbs. Yeah. But what I am finding now over the course of just meeting people, because my husband and I are pastors, and um, just, you know, sometimes having small talk and meeting people, people are not honest with you. <laughs> There's Newsflash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are just, and not, not, not necessarily they're not honest with me, but they may express one thing to myself or my husband, and then if they're in the conversation with another person, I mean, it could be the perfect setting where we can just lovingly express the truth. Yeah. They won't do it. Yeah. Yep. So, I, and and yep. I'm finding that out across the board. Yeah. People will not be honest with you. I love honesty because for me, it's a learning and a growing experience. Yeah. It is yeah. a learning and a growing experience for me. But what I'm finding out is that people are not being honest, even with their friends. Right. And so in retrospect, you're, cre- you're creating a monster. Right. <laughs> and then you'll get that one person that will see and discern and observe that will tell you about these maybe shortcomings or faults. Right. And then you say, well, no, you're wrong. Oh yeah, Nobody it's over. Y'all fighting. <laughs> Y'all fighting then. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Oh sir. my god. But just because no one has ever expressed it to you, that does not mean that that person was wrong. It just probably means everyone else around you have tiptoes. I know. What do you suppose? What do you suppose to do with that? Right? Everyone's tiptoeing around you, telling you, uh, you know, sort of what you want to hear, right? And then you hear from somebody else, and then when you hear from somebody else, you're now mad at them because you think they're lying. And you're right, and so it would probably really behoove us to get that one good friend right. who um, they love us, but I don't. I'm not starstruck by you, so right. here right. it is. And they give us that real good truth. Not only will it help us to grow spiritually, that's right, but just as a person, well, as a whole. So and here's I'm another. Finding out all here's another thing, though, yes, Miss Mia, and that's this. I love what you're saying. If somebody does give you feedback and say, Miss Mia, X, Y, and Z, right? And here's how you could be better. Mm-hmm. You know what you can do and what I can do and what all of our listeners can do. When someone actually gives you honest feedback, say thank you. Like, thank you yeah. so much. That means so much to me. I needed to hear that. And I think that that would then yeah. allow that person to, to speak honestly to you again. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. I think that I think it's wonderful. And like we've always been taught. You know, people will say a lot of things. Everybody has an opinion. Yeah. But we've been told if you, you know, you eat the meat and then you spit out the bone. Right. My mom used to because say that about you, fish. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You eat the meat and you spit out the bone. So in a person's observation of who you, who they may think you are, who they see, right. I mean, you just really have to sit back and do a self-assessment and say, hey, you go. maybe I am like this. Maybe I am. And maybe I am like that. And Right, and no one has ever yeah. had the courage or loved me enough to tell right, me 
yeah. that this may have been a small or large shortcoming but you in need, my life. But you so needed to hear it. Hey, listen, Miss Mia, thank you so much yeah. from Cambridge. My lines are thank now you, closed. Dr. You got it. But Bowie, Maryland, I'm going to get to you on the other side of the break if you're still there. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Why are cash-out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I will say one thing. You know, I really feel like right now might be a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, we were able to get them to cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animals number 1330. Animals Consumer Access.org. And refinancing charges may be higher for life of loan. Some years ago, a nine-year-old girl wrote a wonderful essay called, What is a Grandmother? Dr. James Thompson for Family Talk. Whenever I read it, it reminds me all over again just how perceptive children can be. This is what the child said. A grandmother is a lady who has no children of her own. And that's an interesting definition. She likes other people's little girls and boys. Grandmothers don't have to do anything except to be there. They're old, so they shouldn't play hard or run. It is enough if they drive us to the market where the pretend horse is and to have lots of dimes ready. Or if they take us for walks, they should slow down past things like pretty leaves and caterpillars. And they should never say, hurry up. Grandmothers don't talk baby talk like visitors do because it's hard to understand. When they read to us, they don't skip or mind if it's the same old story over again. Everybody should try to have a grandmother, especially if you don't have television, because they are the only grown-ups who have time. How's that for sheer wisdom from the pen of a child? Not only has this young author given us a marvelous picture of a loving grandmother, but she tells us in a few short words what children are really looking for. An adult who fully recognizes the finer things of life. To hear more, visit our broadcast page at drjamesdobson.org. Have you heard about Liberty University's one-of-a-kind scholarship? Students from families that typically make $35,000 to $95,000 annually probably won't qualify for the federal Pell Grant, which provides vital funds for college. Our Middle America Scholarship, when combined with the Liberty Champion Award, will match the Pell Grant, a value of over $20,000 in four years. Want to know more? Text MAS to 49596 for more information. Again, that's MAS to 49596. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This has been a really good topic. Thank you for your feedback, seriously, and the fact that we've been able to communicate about this. I hope it helps you in your relationships and in your job and your church to get better, be better. Uh, and one of the ways we do that is really uh, giving and receiving uh, feedback. Let me go to my final call of the day, and that's Phil. He's in Bowie, Maryland. Hi, Phil. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hi, Doc. 
I can barely hear you. Uh, oh, okay. Well, tell me what you're uh, thinking today. Well, you know, I was thinking that, um, you know, it, it gets into uh, a confrontation. Not maybe, maybe confrontation is a little strong, but, uh, you know, Jesus talks about it. I think it's in Matthew 15 and 18. And he talks about, you know, if, if your brother offends you, you know, go to them one-on-one. Right. And uh, 18, if they 15, don't hear yeah. you, you know, take a two. Right. Take two or three witnesses with you. You know, people right. don't like to confront. You know, people, I think that there's an element of fear uh, about telling somebody the truth about who they perceive them to be. You know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, not only that, you know, people don't really want to hear what you got to say about them, you know. And, well, especially and, uh, if you confront them. Man, I, I appreciate you, man. God bless you, Phil. Appreciate you back. Well, especially if you're confronting them about sin, and that's really what that passage is about. You confront them about a sin or the way they offended you, and then if, if they repent, you win your brother. Uh, and if they don't repent, then you bring two or three. So that's that's dealing with sin. But I'm thinking even nonsense stuff, just good feedback. Uh, how do you do it? Well, first of all, here's a couple of things that might be helpful from uh, Forbes.com. First, build safety and trust. Okay, Are you both ready for feedback? Are they or you in a reactive state? If one of the parties is triggered, they are likely not to be open to feedback and not available to really listen or take it in. So that's not a good time uh, to (laughs) give feedback if you don't have safety and trust. Secondly, if you are both ready for feedback, be direct in what you want to say. And avoid the whole uh, sandwich praise, criticism praise, you know that? You praise them with something positive first, and you give the criticism, then you praise them. It actually dilutes your message, and neither party leaves satisfied. The leader often feels like they've been held back, and re- you know, receiver isn't uh, understanding the real issue. And so, what uh, one leader used to say is, um, you know, you told me ninety percent of the truth. I'm ready for the last ten percent. Or you could say to someone, "Do you want the last ten percent?" Let them give you uh, permission to do that. And also, uh, what you can do is frame feedback as wisdom. Think about it like that. Feedback is wisdom. And your mindset is that, uh, is that you're actually sharing wisdom. So your tone and your message will likely be better received and lead to the results that you want if people think they're sharing, you're sharing wisdom. So I've even said to people around me, hey, listen, um, you want some wisdom here on how this could be even better? I mean, it was really good, but you want some wisdom how it could be even better. Got it? Uh, uh, here's something else. Uh, be regular in giving positive as well as constructive feedback. Uh, the same is true when asking for it. So if you're doing it regularly, uh, that's good. If you're doing every blue moon, then that's probably why it may feel so harsh uh, for the person receiving it. And then lastly, be a model of it, right? Uh, and the model is when you receive it, you, you, you know, you, you breathe, you, you say thank you, and then you say, let me make sure I hear what you're saying. And then you mirror it back to them. Uh, by doing that, uh, people will give you better feedback because they know that you receive it without being offended. I hope this was helpful to you, okay? Let me uh, pray and send you away. Heavenly Father, thank you that uh, you've given us an opportunity to connect with one another. And I do pray that today's topic and conversation uh, was a true blessing. And uh, thank you, God, for the feedback you gave us in your son, Jesus. Amen and amen.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.